All right, here we are on uh, whatever day it is. I don't even remember right now, guys. But, um, oh, yes, Tuesday night for us, Wednesday morning for you guys. That means Bible study is tonight, guys, 7 o'clock every single Wednesday. It's the only time to really be interactive with us, you know, because I know I say it all the time, but in case somebody new is watching, on um, Sunday, it's hard to be interactive because usually I'm up there preaching and these devotionals are pre-recorded like I'm doing right now and then released at three o'clock in the morning. That way the East Coast can get it for the morning. But Wednesday is a good time to jump on live because we could be interactive, discuss the Bible study, ask questions, um, you know, give your own opinions. And uh, so, yeah, join us uh, tonight at seven o'clock California time. If you're in Texas, that's 9 o'clock. If you're in the East Coast, East Coast, that's 10 o'clock. You know, but it's uh, 7 o'clock California time. Uh, another thing is I, I really hope you guys enjoyed um, the, um, uh, the street preaching, the evangelism. I'm not sure what you call it. I'm not sure what it's called. Street preaching, evangelism. Evangelism. And... Um, that was a it was a lot of fun, and um, it was great to to join with Eli and and this is what he does, guys. And, you know, and for me it was great to I've been at many events with him. You know, uh, we've done quite a few events together, but I've never been with him out on a street corner. You know, so um, that was a great great experience and something that we're gonna continue to do as a church. Um, on Monday nights. So, yeah, that was, that was really, really good, really great. It was, I think there was a lot of good response, you know. There was a lot of people that um, were honking, I believe, in support, you know. And and what a lot of people didn't know, I saw it in the comments, was somebody had said, man, that's great. There wasn't that many people in the streets, but at least cars were passing, is that um, that location right across kitty corner of where we were at actually where the camera was was facing by that modesto sign that arch uh, on the right of that arch is the main hub of the modesto um bus the bus station hub or whatever that's where a lot of people go that's the main center of it so there's constantly people there getting off of buses waiting for buses about to get on a bus and it's just a lot of people there and the speaker was reaching because I, I, when I walked across the street where Brother Anthony was at, um, that speaker was loud and clear. On the left of that Modesto sign, there's a Taco Bell. I'm sure you saw that. But right behind that Taco Bell is where the famous Jessica's Taco Truck is. But it's actually a whole row of trucks, maybe five Taco Trucks. And they've been there since the 80s. Like that is the place to go. And um, there's a lot of people that go. And here's the thing. When we go, right, we got to wait about 10 minutes. We got to wait like 10 minutes for our tacos or burritos. So there's constantly, that means there's constantly people there waiting and they're hearing because the way that speaker carries. Not only that, yeah, but there's a lot of homeless people, a lot of drug addicted people that are in that area because a lot of them are hungry and they're asking for for food, for tacos, you know, so 
even though you didn't actually see a whole lot of people walking, right there behind Taco Bell, right to the right of the arches is a bus station, and there was a lot of people there. So uh, I'm pretty sure that is why um, Brother Eli strategically chose that spot as far as for Modesto, you know. Um, because if he would have been on McHenry, that really is a lot of cars and not people, you know. So it's a good spot, guys. Um and uh, but I think we were there for about two hours, uh, from six to eight. We met at the church at five thirty. Yeah, yeah, to pray and and it's <laughs> that place is about three floor, four blocks at the most away from the church, so people were meeting at the church at five thirty, praying, and then by five fifty heading over there uh, to that corner. You know, so. Um, I don't have a verse, but I do have a subject I want to quickly talk about. And it's funny because it pertains to, uh, I was just watching a video, some random video on YouTube. And um, it was a um, person kind of rating other Christian YouTube channels. And he gave a high rating. And, and I get it, but I want to talk about both sides. I get it because... Um, he was giving a good rating to those who are very highly educated, very articulate in the way they break down scripture on the YouTube channels, which I, I get. I, I mean, when we learn from somebody, we want to learn from somebody that's intelligent, that's educated, you know. Um, but what I didn't like is he gave low scores to people that are more they talk like normal people. They have YouTube channels like like this one, you know? And the reason I say that is I've noticed, I've noticed that, and I'm not saying, I can't speak for everybody because I don't know everybody in the world, but I've noticed that the many times, I'll never say all the time because I have met some really knowledgeable Christians and they don't get big-headed. But for the most part, a lot of times, guys, um, it's probably going to be biased. I'm probably speaking through my own filters of how I feel about this, but I'm just going to say it anyways, is that when somebody truly seeks to know more and more and more and more and more, um, it doesn't seem like they're learning to teach people. It seems like they're learning um, for themselves and then they look down on those that don't have as much education as they do. And I could be biased. I could be wrong. I'm just telling you what I've seen throughout the years of my life um, as a Christian is that the more educated somebody is in in theology and, and of course, I'm not putting everybody in that, but for the most part, the less likely they're going to be in the mission field, the less likely they're going to be um, in the places they need to be to reach the lost. It's almost like they get lofty-minded, and everything is about correct. And don't get me wrong, we have to have correct doctrine. We have to have correct biblical understanding. We have to, right? But it, there, there's a weird point where you surpass and you just get weird. 
get weird because it's no longer about reaching souls. It's about higher learning for your own self. You know, and uh, and I think sometimes you tend to lose touch. You tend to lose touch, you know, and and you know what a great reminder of that was is, you know, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you my story. I got my my biblical degree in prison, but um, but yesterday being out there in the street and um, I love to hear when Eli shares his testimony. I don't get tired of it. Uh, but he shared his testimony and made it like seven, eight minutes, huh? something like that. Mm-hmm. But by self-admission by him, like I've been trying to talk to him about trying to convince him to do the audible for his book. He wants to do an audible. And I'm like, brother, you need to do the audible. People need to hear it in your voice. It's your story. Let's record it. Come over here and we'll take as long as it takes to do the audible and he's just like man I, I don't know how to read good I don't know you know and um you know he he doesn't have a big old education you know and, and he's a lot smarter than I think he gives himself credit for but in the in the academic world um people would probably say he's not educated but I guarantee you He's making more of an impact at reaching souls than most that are highly academic and educated. So we got to ask ourselves, we don't want to be uneducated, but we don't want education to be the goal and not people, you know? And um, I was thinking the other day, how so many people chase after titles, um, pastor, or every, nowadays everybody wants to be an apostle or everybody wants to be a prophet, you know. And here's this thought came in my mind. I don't remember where. I think it was yesterday when we're driving out there toward Oakdale. Yeah. I don't know why this popped in my head. I didn't even share it to Sharon, but this thought came in my head. That the moment I step into heaven, nobody needs a pastor anymore. Nobody needs a prophet. Nobody needs an apostle. Nobody needs an evangelist. Nobody needs a teacher. Titles are stripped at the gates of heaven because there's no need, because Jesus is there. You know, the Bible says that we see things darkly now. Actually, it says it in First Corinthians. Let me show you this real quick. It's just, um, I didn't have it ready because I wasn't going to share a verse, but this part right here, in First Corinthians chapter 13, uh, starting at verse 11. It says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now, this is the part right here. For now, we see in the mirror dimly, right? So have you ever had a dirty mirror and we can't really truly see our reflection? See, in this life, we think we see things the way they are. But in reality, we don't. We, we don't. We don't see things like God, right? So it says here that we see things dimly, but then face to face. 
For I know in part, but then I shall know that I shall know just as I also am known. In other words, he's like, right now, I see things very dim compared to when I'm in glory and facing Jesus. I will know a lot. I, w- I don't know if we'll ever know all things, but we're going to know a whole lot more than we do now. So let me say this. Everybody that has a title in this world, um, whatever it is, preacher, apostle, whatever it is you want to call yourself. Um, Let me break it to you like this. It's a temporary job. It's not permanent. There's no need for you for your title in heaven. It's temporary. So if you make your title your main thing, then you're going to be sad in heaven because your title is going to get stripped. People are no longer going to look to you, to flock to you, because Jesus is going to be there. People are no longer going to flock to you because you have a prophetic word, because Jesus is going to be there. People aren't going to come to you to pray for them, to heal them, so everybody can be like, wow, he's a healer, and, and you know this and that, because Jesus is going to be there. Nobody's going to come to you in heaven so you can cast demons out and deliver and and have them do all this crazy elaborate show so everybody can come to your deliverance services because Jesus is going to be there, man. So it puts things in perspective. And you know what? Those that are highly educated are going to be no better than, than, than the illiterate person that Somebody shared Jesus with him in the most simplest of forms and they surrendered their life to God and they can't read. They don't know how to speak well. They don't know nothing. That person is going to be the same as the one that was academic and educated. And that stuff ain't going to matter in heaven. Does that mean that we be not educated? No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is this, is keep it in perspective. Keep it in check and and keep people as a priority, not your education. If your education is not for the furthering of reaching souls, then you are doing it for yourself and not for the kingdom. Because you think, why would Jesus say, hey, I want you to educate yourself so you can be really smart, so you can have all kinds of certificates on the wall, so people can look to you and clap for you because you're just this highly academic, well-spoken person? No. No. (laughs) No. If your learning is not to reach people, you're wasting your time. I don't care who can out-talk who or who can be more eloquent or more whatever you want to call it. I don't even know those big fancy words. What I saw yesterday was a man that used to be full of demons and talking to himself on the streets. And I saw that man articulately simply share what Jesus did for him. And that, my friend, is more impressive than anything else. You know, and 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 at the same time, you know, it actually 
it makes it, it makes me feel good, man, because that means I'm in that same ball too, because some people would they probably wouldn't do it to my face, but they probably don't consider my uh, uh, degree, my associate's degree in biblical studies as something serious because I earned it in prison. But you know what? That's all right. Because my goal is I'm not trying to impress the educated. I'm not trying to impress the academically inclined. I'm just trying to reach people for Jesus in the in, in whatever capacity that the Lord allows me to. And yeah, sometimes I mess up my words. Yeah, sometimes I don't have the right articulation or the right verbiage or the you know words that I'm supposed to maybe be using. You know, like I remember I'd be impressed with, you know, certain things other pastors say. And, and I'm like, man, I, I can't speak like that. I don't, I don't know how to speak like that. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, um, but sometimes, man, if, if, if you lose focus, then it'll become about you and not about people. And I guarantee you, how can that ever please God? How? <laughs> the Bible says to put your treasures in heaven. Why would I put my treasures in education if once I'm in heaven, it doesn't matter? But you know what does matter? If I reach a soul here on earth. If I reach people. Because those are eternal. You know, and, and I don't I don't ever want to put down education at all. I mean, I love the fact that after how many years? After serving God in prison for four years, my last two years, I found an amazing Bible college to attend. I'm so happy for them uh, uh, for, to have known them and glad, and I still have a relationship with them. It helped me um, go deeper into what I already know, but this is why I liked it, because it was Holy Spirit-led. It was always about reaching people for Jesus. It never, it, it, it never diverted from that, and that's what attracted me to, to that school, you know, and um, because it taught me, but it let me keep focus of why I'm learning. I'm not learning for myself. I'm learning so I can better reach others for Jesus. And that's it. You know, and um, you know, everybody that attended yesterday, I was so proud of them. Every single person. Um, you know, uh, one sister uh, came that she was the shyest person when she first came to House of Rest. Wouldn't even look at me. She said she was scared of me. You know, the shyest person. And I remember baptizing her. You know, and I spoke a word that she was going to be bold. You know, and she was out there. Now, did she grab the mic? No. Did she scream and shout out? No. But you know what? I don't think she would have imagined ever standing out on a street corner in the center of Modesto holding up a Jesus flag. 
you know, and, and, and not just her, just everybody, you know, everybody that was there. Um, and it made me think of how the world sees us. Um, and our young couple coming all the way. Yeah, we have the young married couple. And, man, I, I could just go on and on about everybody that, that show and just brag on, on everybody. What? Yeah, and it, and I'll leave it with this, guys. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, uh, starting to verse 27, it says this. It says, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring nothing to things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence. You know why it says no flesh should glory in his presence? Because God shares his glory with nobody. You know, so always remember, I want you guys to learn, all of you. You always got to be in your word. You always want to learn. Get an audible. Get an audible book. Always be listening to something, reading something. Uh, watching YouTube, you know, certain things, you know what I mean, that are going to help you and educate you, but always do it. Yeah, to build you and equips you to reach others. Because if it ain't about reaching others and if it's just about you, that 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 is that is vanity and pride, you know. So Anyways, guys, I know it's a little short, but I just wanted to share my heart about that, something I was thinking about. Um, you know, my me being pastor doesn't carry into heaven. There's only one pastor there. There's only one prophet there. And that's Jesus. You know, and that's why I rather get used to all of us being the same now than me thinking I'm somebody and get demoted in heaven. <laughs> you know? This is a temporary job. That's all it is. Um, uh, every person operating in ministry, um, what are those places called? Temp, temp agencies? Yeah, that's all it is. It's a big old temp agency. And we're all just doing temporary work because when we're in heaven, all we need is Jesus. Nothing or nobody else has to do any of that. Because the greatest preacher that ever will exist is Christ, and he will be there. What more do you need? So, all right, guys. God bless you. Thank you so much. Sharon was resting. You can kind of hear her on the side. And um, I'm going to dock her pay for this. What? I'm docking your pay. Why? You don't pay me. Oh, yeah. I don't pay her, so I can't dock her pay. Wow, I paid you. <laughs> so, all right, guys, have a blessed uh, day. God bless you. Thank you so much. Please join us for Bible study tonight at 7. We're doing the story of King David, part 7. Um, and uh, that's it. God bless you.